Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. My name is Matt Timonini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, I speak with one of the most prolific character actors working today. After beginning his professional career playing Travis Younger in the original Broadway production of A Raisin in the Sun back in 1959, Glenn Turman has gone on to have an incredible career both on stage and screen. Some of his most memorable appearances both as a series regular or guest star on TV series happened on things like Peyton's Place, A Different World, as Baltimore Mayor Clarence Royce on The Wire, in his Emmy-winning performance on HBO's In Treatment, as Don Cheadle's father on House of Lies, and as Nate Leahy's senior on How to Get Away with Murder, for which he is again nominated for an Emmy this year. Just yesterday, Glenn wrapped production on the film adaptation of August Wilson's play Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. The film is part of producer and sometimes star and director Denzel Washington's efforts to bring all of Wilson's Pittsburgh or Century cycle to the screen. The first effort was the Oscar-winning adaptation of Fences. Ma Rainey will be released on Netflix, and the film will feature a screenplay by Tony nominee Ruben Santiago Hudson and is directed by the iconic Tony winner George C. Wolfe. In the film, along with Terman, is the Tony, Oscar, and Emmy-winning star Viola Davis in the title role, as well as Chadwick Boseman, Coleman Domingo, Michael Potts, Johnny Coyne, Jeremy Shamos, and more. In our conversation, we discussed Ma Rainey and how to get away with murder, as well as the through line between all of his work over the past 60 years, including his regular theatrical appearances in Los Angeles. Terman also praises his Ma Rainey co-stars, especially Viola Davis, and gives us an inside look as to what filming is like with this colorful cast of characters. It really was a truly wonderful conversation, and even though in retrospect I wish I would have asked him more about A Raisin in the Sun, I still learned so much from talking to him. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Glenn Terman. Are you in Pittsburgh right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm in smack dab in the middle of Pittsburgh. <laughs> so you've been, you guys have been in Pittsburgh for about a month shooting, correct? Yeah, a little, little more. Yeah, a little more than a month, right? Because we we rehearsed, we we had a couple of weeks of rehearsal. Oh, that's great. So I, when I saw the the press release about this and it said filming was going to be in Pittsburgh, I thought it was a little ironic that you're filming in Pittsburgh because. Ma Rainey is the only show in the August Wilson Century Cycle that's not set there. Um, right. As far as you know, it was that just a coincidence because production settled that Pittsburgh was the right place to shoot it for whatever reason, or is there something more about it being in August Wilson's August Wilson's hometown that made that fit just you know seem more appropriate? I think it's uh, aside from the city being so conducive to doubling for so many different places. I think really Denzel likes filming in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I think he got that when he filmed in the, when he did uh, Fences. He said, "Hey, this place works." Yeah, how has uh, yeah. filming been for the past you know six seven weeks or whatever it was? The the cast, I mean, and really the whole team. You mentioned Denzel and then George C. Wolfe and Ruben Santiago Hudson, but that whole group that you're working with, it seems, I mean, like a literal dream team to uh, to do this film with. You hit it on the head. I'm working with the dream team. You know, everybody is just uh, a a a list players. You know, and everybody brought the A game. You know. So they're just fantastic. It's just a fantastic piece. 
you know, of course, Ma Rainey. Uh, I think Ma Rainey was the first piece that was uh, performed at Vargas's on Broadway, and uh, it still holds up. And uh, we're doing all we can and to to knock it out of the park. Yeah. Well, you. This is not your first experience with Ma Rainey. You did the show now, what four, three, four years ago in Los Angeles with Lilius White uh, as Ma right. Rainey. What have you mm-hmm. been able to bring from that experience playing Toledo as well um, to bring that experience to the f- film and then but also kind of being able to work with a different group of people, a, a different perspective on film, a, a different director, a different, you know, a screenplay adaptation? Or how has those two experiences translated and helped each other? Well, you know, uh, the music of August Wilson is just... Uh so unique to August Wilson, you know? Uh, so the first thing you do is you, you acknowledge his rhythms, his, his, his words, which translate in any, any media, you know, whether you're doing a stage reading, which I've done of his works or doing a full out stage play full production of his works and now it, it, it shows that uh, it can be do- his work can be adopted to motion pictures as well you know that there is a visual aspect that uh, lends itself to it and if you just uh, read between the lines sometimes and sometimes in the, the direction itself you see where it opens up to uh, become a motion picture telling a story so uh, you know you just uh, adhere to August and he'll take you right down the correct road. Yeah. And what I found so fascinating about the film offenses is that it was, he was credited as writing the screenplay, even though he'd passed away years before this went into production and it, it Mm. translated. So I still think that fences, despite all of the accolades that it got, that it was underappreciated by how just brilliant and and moving it it was when you saw that uh, film, which I'm assuming of course that you did, um, yeah. oh, what, yeah. what was your reaction as somebody who probably knew members of the company and had been involved with Wilson's work uh, quite a lot in the years leading up to that film? Well, I just thought, you know, I, I was just, I'm just so, so proud of, of, of Mr. Washington uh, for taking upon himself to make sure that uh, this iconic playwright uh, gets his just due. You know, we, we take it uh, for granted that everybody knows uh, uh, August Wilson and his, you know, seen his works in the theater and so on and so forth. But there's a large segment of people who don't, who, who don't necessarily haven't necessarily had that experience. And uh, so to bring it to, to the mass public uh, through Netflix, which is going to be, you know, amazing because the audience that Netflix has is is crazy, you know. And to make this make August Wilson available to so many people, so many cultures. Uh, around the world that's that's a monumental feat you know so uh that that's um that's what i'm looking forward to and that's what i'm happy to see yeah now obviously between fences and ma rainey um you are working again with viola davis someone you've spent uh the last few mm-hmm. years on how to get away with murder working with and i think i don't Wait think until that... you see her well that's Wait. what i was gonna you see her in this guy, God. <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, no, that's perfect. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think that anybody is going to argue that she's not one of, if not the 
best actors working, whether it's on TV or film or stage, but you've been up close with her now on a number of different projects spanning multiple years. What is it? Are, are you able to put a finger on what it is, whether it's her talent or process or some mix of both that makes her so uniquely remarkable? Just a daring. She's, she's a daring actress. You know, uh, she, she dares to tackle uh, her emotions. She dares to tackle and expose her experiences uh, and put it into her work. You know, she dares to, uh, she takes a risk that, uh, you know, the average, the average actor, actress doesn't take, you know, and that's a risk is what sets her apart. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, is so thrilling to see, uh, whether you're watching it on stage or screen, because she does just seem to emanate something, uh, that is unique and special, but uh, when, it's kind of funny when you when the cast was announced for this project, and I saw you were playing Toledo. It wasn't that long after everything had gone down with Nate Senior, and I felt like someone had it out for you, uh, not to spoil either uh, <laughs> the show or uh, or to spoil Ma Rainey or uh, people who are still binging uh, How to Get Away with Murder. But um, there is a little bit of connection uh, between those two, but. As you go back and look through, especially as I was knew I was going to talk to you, going back through and remembering all of the different things that you've done uh, over your career, it's been, I mean, remarkable is is an understatement to think of all the different projects that you've been involved with. You started on Broadway. We haven't really seen you on stage in New York for, I mean, almost 35 years from what I can uh, figure out. But there's been so many different things in between as you are going through projects and trying to find, you know, whatever it is that's next on your, on your plate, are you able to kind of see a through line from the very beginnings to where you are now? Have, has, have things been building one step or another? Has it just kind of been a, whatever has, has come to you has come to you, or has there been some sort of trajectory that you've kind of been following over the past, however many decades? You know, that's, that's really uh, a difficult question to answer, Matt. I, you know, um, I, I like to stake, I'd like to, to take on projects that, that are challenging. I don't like to get too far away from the theater. To hear you say that I haven't been in New York in 35 years on stages really, uh, almost surprising to me. <laughs> well, feel free to correct I'm me if I'm wrong, good. but that's, that's, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Cause I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Um, uh, because I, I do so much theater, you know, that there's not two years don't go by before I do a play. Of course, I, I've won two ovation awards in, in Los Angeles for, uh, uh, the August Wilson's pieces, uh, uh, and, um, and, you know, so I'm always on stage, you know, doing something stage is my first love. So I kind of, uh, I'm always working, you know, and that's, and I think that that's just what it is. It's just that I'm, I'm like a, a blue collar worker, you know, I just go from job to job to job. Uh, but, uh, jobs that, um, call for a, you know, a, a certain kind of, I guess, approach. And that's what I do. You know, I'm kind of like have gun will travel, you know, <laughs> I just, and yeah. Yeah, what is that approach? I mean, if it's specific jobs that make sense for you that are looking for a specific approach, what is your approach that you bring that that makes you so right for so many interesting and fantastic projects? 
Well, I, I, again, I wish I knew, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm an actor who 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 just you know uh, you know I don't know the answer to that. I really I really don't know the answer. I don't give it that much thought. You know, if pieces come to me, I say yes or I say no. The ones that ring rings the ones that come to me, and I say yes, I understand this, or yes, I can identify with this laughter or, or this joy or this pain, um, you know, then those are the ones that um, I'm driven to, you know. Uh, I can't say that there haven't been jobs I've taken just for the dough, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's part <laughs> of the job, the yeah. That's yeah, right. That's just, but there's, you know, the, the ones that make me feel like, yeah, you know, this is what I got into it for, you know. And um, I can... I can vent or I can whatever get something off my chest in this, you know, this piece. And those seem to be the pieces that come to me, end up coming to me for some reason. Other people say, you know, um, let's go to Turman for this, I guess. And uh, here I am. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting that you def- describe yourself as a blue collar actor. And I feel like that's so much of the, the theater folks who either continually work on stage, but then also transition into TV and film, that seems to be the types of, of mindset that they bring to it as well. Do you feel like, like you said, theater is your first love. Do you feel like there is a difference in what you bring because of your theatrical background to some of these projects? Because you've done TV and film and all of these things for decades now, but is, is that blue collar work, traced back to your theatrical experience? Yes, absolutely. That's absolutely traced back to my theatrical experiences. You know, I'm, I'm from, you know, uh, doing jobs in, in uh, off, off, off Broadway theater houses, you know. Uh, I grew up in Greenwich Village, you know, so, um, you know, my mother's friends were Lorraine Hansberry and and you know James Baldwin, and it was always about the work and the expression of things that were being talked about. You know, I just that was just in the household, and when I was too young to really realize that that's what was being uh, that that was what the essence of of conversation. You know, uh, but um, so my work has has always leaned, I guess, towards that kind of input, you know, in social commentary, you know, uh, statements that, uh, of the times, you know, and so, you know, I'm used to not getting paid <laughs> for working at, you know, those all Broadway houses. So it certainly wasn't to become rich and famous, you know, uh, now that I have some sort of notoriety and a few bucks in the, in, in the bank, you those are the, uh, those are the perks, you know, but it, it, that's uh, something that, you know, was always the dream that I hoped to be able to do, but it wasn't going to stop me if that wasn't there, you yeah. know. Well, you mentioned, of course, um, being young and being around Lorraine Hansberry, and obviously I think it's safe to say that you started your career in what I think is the seminal or the single most celebrated work for the theater by an African-American playwright now however many decades later you've worked on projects for both stage and screen from perhaps the most prolific and important African-American playwright in, in, in history. As you look back in those things you learned as a child from a raisin in the sun, and now you've done so many things uh, with August Wilson's work, 
are you able to see a progression in the types of stories that are being told from African-American playwrights? And we're seeing a, such an explosion of them in New York theater of artists of color and playwrights of color getting to have a voice so much more than they've had uh, in the past. Are you able to see the building blocks that have come over the time that you've been working? I have, I have, and I'm very, you know, happy to see this continued process uh, 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 to see these young playwrights coming up with new ideas and new new uh, forms of storytelling. You know, it was important that we address these new times, you know, and, and, and with this new freedom, this new sense of freedom and self-awareness that I think, you know, the old playwrights and the older plays were able to expose, you know, uh, and that now there's a new breed that's taking that baton and running with it, you know, in their storytelling, you know. So I, I, I'm very pleased with what I'm seeing in terms of the, the diversity of storytelling. Women especially are just really, you know, ripping it out there, you know, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to see. Getting back to, I want to get to how to get away with murder a little bit more because um, you are uh, nominated for a, a second Emmy Award. You won one a decade ago uh, for for in treatment. And what's interesting to me is Nate Senior has been on this show for a couple seasons, two seasons, and and so much of the story from this past season, whether you were there or not, um, focused uh, on this character. But what kind of fascinates me it fascinates me about it is is that while it is still the center of a lot of the mystery stuff that this show does so well, it does have this incredibly important undercurrent and, and the backbone of the story is social justice and, mm-hmm. and discussing. Oh, the lack yeah, yeah. E- exactly. And, and kind of addressing those. Did you know that that was going to be part of this character's, path when you first signed on to the job how much of that kind of came and developed over the time you were on the show where when you signed on did you know that that was the arc that this character was going to go through well yeah i i kind of did uh you know um i i kind of did know that that was that we were headed in that di- direction uh we discussed the character. We discussed uh, some of the social issues, uh, and we discussed um, some of the things that um, rang true to me, just as a black man, and my experiences here in this this land that we live in. You know, and uh, the authors and the, the producers, directors, and of course, Miss Davis were. All we were all in sync that these stories, uh, these um, ingredients, were important to make this come true. You know, and make it ring true, so that it was kind of uh, a, a very unique um, occasion for me to be in on the beginnings of the development of the storyline as well as the character specifically. You know, so yeah, I, it was it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful inclusive experience for me. And, and I would imagine someone who works in TV and film as much as you do, that's, that is fairly unusual from that perspective. That that's sounds a little bit more like, 
a theatrical mm. uh, experience and approach yes. then. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, it's uh, just, just a wonderful experience all the way around and very unique, very unique. And then, like you said, I've been at it a, a long time. <laughs> I I didn't say a long time, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you might as well. That, 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 that's the truth of it. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, I can say well, like. As a matter of fact, that would be being kind a long yeah. time. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I can remember. Yeah, well, I'm going to go that far. But I mean, I remember I remember watching uh, a different world when I was a, a kid and and I still remember you uh, from that. And, and so it's kind of a and every time I see you pop up in something, um, whether it's, you know, House of Lies or then, of course, uh, uh, how to get away with murder. I, I always find it uh, incredible in the wire of, of course. And so it's just kind of uh it's always been fun to kind of see the different places that you end up uh, inhabiting and characters that to me, they're obviously all different, but they all seem to have, whether it's, you know, someone from the military or someone who's on, you know, life facing life in prison, there's always a gravitas to the characters uh, that yeah. you bring. Is that part of what you think that maybe goes back to the earlier discussion about what types of projects come to you? Do you think? Well, probably because I, 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 I do look for, uh, I do look for dignity in 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 mankind. You know, I think everybody, no matter what level uh, that you're on in society, uh, uh, a certain amount of dignity is what we all uh, require. You know, and uh, so I, I I always try to find the dignity in the characters that I'm playing. You know, and. Uh, so you know, I, I I that might have something to do with me ending up playing you know soldiers or you know military men or you know or uh, men of of uh, the law or judges or whatever. But it's somebody who who's about justice and about self dignity, you know, demanding the dignity that uh, we all deserve as human beings. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, um, I, I don't want to take too much uh, of your weekend, but uh, you mentioned earlier how special this group is that you are doing uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with. And obviously we talked about uh, Miss Davis a little bit, but this show, as you said, there are a lot of threads that, even though it was written decades ago, continue to apply to today. And you know, it's a story that deserves to be heard today but it is a uh it's a heavy story uh in, in a lot of different ways i i wonder with a group of folks who seem like they uh are all a lot of fun are, are you able to kind of uh decompress uh on set in between takes or is there maybe while you're everything's getting set up is there you're able to have a little bit of fun or is it too much uh to be well, able to you, do you, that you, you, you've got Coleman Domingo and you've got Michael Potts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> two great folks of stage and screen. <laughs> Just out both singularly out of their mind together. There's just, no stopping them. <laughs> they're just—they're just so much fun. They're just—they—they—we—we they, all seem to really have gelled as a band. You know, they—they if you don't remember, they say that I'm the one who started, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, I see. Everyone's blaming each other. I like that. It, it, yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you, it's it, it, either of those two that uh, 
keep you know keep everybody in, in stitches on the set and they're just great guys you know and uh to work with with them and and and, and uh chadwick you know chadwick is just yeah. to, to watch him work as a young man who has it really does my heart good to see him so dedicated because that's what I'm always looking to see. You know, I'm looking to see the young people come along who, who dedicate themselves to the, pro- to the process uh, of, of acting, you know, that uh, I don't care whether it's film or it's television or, or stage, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about the craft and I, I, I have so much respect for those who respect the craft, you know, and to see this young actor come along, he is magnificent, you know, and uh, it's also fun to watch Denzel Washington chopping at the bit to join the actors on the stage you know he's, he's, in, a, he's in a new position you know that of producer you know so he's 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 really has done the best uh part of his job is putting all bringing all these people together you know which is what he has done and putting these pieces together but now you know i can just see him you know chomping at the bit to get on stage with us or in the in the film with us you know to act and or to or to direct you know and trying to be gracious and not step making sure that he doesn't step on our brilliant director's toes george wolf you know who is indeed just that absolutely freaking brilliant you know, and I've known George a long, long time, and we've but we never worked together. You know, really? I knew him when he was at the Inner City Cultural Center Theater, which is the theater that I was so much a part of in Los Angeles. I won't even tell you how many years ago. And George <laughs> was a young, young fellow who came through there, and and then has gone on, of course, to become the iconic director that he is. And uh, this is is the first time that he and I have worked together after knowing all these, each other all these years and he's just wonderful 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 That's and great. um so so it's just a uh, it's just a terrific uh terrific group and um all theater conscious you know work ethic conscious and um it's, i'm honored to be a part of it yeah i i think the the last time i saw denzel on stage it was in a show that george directed and i saw michael mm. potts in a musical that he was in just before he left to come uh and and mm. start filming with you so uh, i've seen a lot of these folks on stage recently and hopefully mm. uh we get a chance to see you back uh, in new york on stage sometime soon i i know all of the 5,000 TV and film projects that you're involved with uh keep you probably tied <laughs> to, the, to the west coast but hopefully we get that sometime mm. soon I'd look forward to it. I absolutely do. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt, and you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. We will have social media information for Glenn Turman in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to the iconic Glenn Turman, Caitlin Owens, Lillian Park, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio was possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, you got to be right with yourself before you can be right with anybody else. Always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>